Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Uh, You can still go and order a copy of the Heart of a Perfectionist journal. Um, I will post uh, the link in the description so that you can go find it. Um, It's selling for $8.99, and I really hope that you guys go and purchase a copy and um, support me in that way. And um, tell me what you think. I'm really excited about this journal. Um, for Black History Month, which is this month, I will be doing kind of a mini-series discussing Black History. Um, and for the year of 2022, the theme for Black History Month is Black Health and Wellness. So for each episode throughout this month of February, I will talk about some aspect of health pertaining to um, Black community and Black history. Um, this week, I kind of just want to start by giving a brief overview of what Black History Month is and its importance, and I really encourage you all to go do your own research on Black History Month and Black History if you're curious about that, because I'm not going to go into, um, as great of depth as, um, you know, I think is important about learning it. I just kind of want to give a little backstory before jumping into a mini-series during the month of Black History Month. Um, So, yeah, and then um, I'll give that brief overview before introducing you guys to some Black pioneers in the field of medicine. And I'm really excited about that, especially as someone who We'll be starting medical school and eventually be a doctor. Like I'm really, really um, generally excited that the theme is Black Health and Wellness and um, then also just being able to talk about people who have kind of done amazing things in the field of medicine and who are Black individuals. Um, so to start, what is Black History Month? Let's talk about that really quick. So, every year throughout the month of February, Black culture, heritage, contributions, and adversities are celebrated. Um, It is primarily recognized in the United States and Canada, but recently it has been observed by Ireland and the United Kingdom, so that's really excited. I hope it starts reaching to other places um, and something that can be talked about um, across the world um, and kind of going beyond just African-American history and culture and just talking about black culture in general. Um, So why the month of February? Um, You've probably heard the joke um, like the black history month is in the shortest month of the year so that it can be celebrated, acknowledged for the shortest amount of time, right? Um, I know I've definitely heard and made that joke myself. Um, 
However, February was chosen for a reason, and I want to address that because I know it can be a little confusing, like, okay, February is literally the shortest month, and like, why would people choose that month to celebrate Black History? Or maybe you're just curious, why February? Like, what is important about February that they chose that month for Black History Month? So, in 1926... Carter G. Woodson designated the second week of February to educating people about black history and promoting black culture because Abraham Lincoln, who was influential in the emancipation of slaves, and Frederick Douglass, um, who was a former slave and a leader in the abolitionist movement to end slavery, they both had birthdays during this week right the second week of february um and so that's kind of why there was that focus on the second week um a lot of um african americans already um did more celebrating during that week since their birthdays were that week and um it just seemed like a really fitting time to do it um and i think it's important to note that it they didn't choose one week in the year um, to limit the celebration of black history, right? That was not the intention, um, but rather it was meant to encourage a focused and broadened teaching of it in public schools and in um, public in general. Um, and now it's officially celebrated during the whole month of February. So um, that's kind of why February was chosen um, and can um, thank Carter G. Woodson for that um, and you know deciding that we need to have a time that can be dedicated to celebrating black history. Um, so that is my kind of brief overview of Black History Month. Again, if you are further curious about Black History Month and kind of the meaning behind it um, or the history behind it or anything else, go, go do your research. I really encourage you to go do that. Um, I think it's so fun and exciting to learn these new things. And, you know, Black history is American history. I don't think it's something that should be separated. Um, you cannot have one without the other really um because this country um was built with the hands of black people and black people contributed so much to the building of america and i feel like it doesn't get talked about enough so you know i really encourage you to go do some learning on your own and again you don't have to confine it to this month it doesn't just have to be february every year that you're like oh black history no go do it whenever you want to talk about it all year long i think that's what's really important um and you know just recognizing that february is meant to be f have like a month that is focused on and dedicated to it specifically um, but not meant to limit when you can learn about or teach black history um so with that being said, I want to talk about some black pioneers in medicine. Um, 
So the first person I have is Rebecca Lee Crumpler. And in, in 1864, she became the first black woman to um, receive a medical degree in the United States, which is really exciting. She received it from um, a female medical school and she was the only black woman in her class. So that's really amazing and really exciting, especially as, like I said, someone who is going into the medical field and as a black woman, um, like knowing that someone before me pioneered that first step so that I can go and do that now. Um, next, I have James McCoon Smith. Um, and he was not only the first black American to receive a medical degree, but he also was the first black person to own and operate a pharmacy in the United States, as well as the first black physician to be published in the U.S. medical journals, which is a really big accomplishment. Medical journals um, are very, very kind of tight on what they can publish. They only have so much space, and so... Um, getting published at all in a medical journal is really exciting and to know that he is the first black um, physician to do that is uh, a just amazing amazing accomplishment um, and we have Charles Richard Drew um, he pioneered blood preservation techniques that led to life-saving blood donations um, large-scale blood banks and mobile blood donations so if you donate blood or you donate plasma or if um, you or someone you know has had to receive a blood donation you can thank um, Charles Richard Drew for that because he kind of really pioneered these um, techniques that have allowed us to preserve blood and um, use it for transfusions and stuff like that um, and then the last doctor I have on my list is Marilyn Hughes Gaston, and she conducted a groundbreaking study that led to um, a national sickle cell disease screening program for newborns. Um, she recognized how important it is to screen and diagnose sickle cell as early on as possible and really helped um, kind of build this program that um, we still use today to screen newborns if they have a sickle cell. Um, she also discovered the effectiveness of penicillin to prevent an infection from sepsis, which is really important because um, it is fatal in newborns. And so, you know, knowing that penicillin, which is something that is used fairly often now, can be used to prevent that. Um, is really amazing and really important um, to the medical field. And the last person I want to talk about is someone who is a little unconventional because she's not a doctor, um, was not really in the medical field at all. Um, and her name is Henrietta Lacks. Um, she was actually diagnosed with cervical cancer in 1951, and she died in that same year. Um, but she's really important to the medical field because a sample of her tumor cells were taken 
without her consent when she was originally diagnosed. And unlike any other cell sample, these cells, which have been named HeLa cells, H-E-L-A, um, for taken from the first two letters of her first and last name, um, they continued to multiply outside of her body um, without dying off, which is extremely unusual and like it was kind of amazing um i think if i was a doctor at the time I'd be like wow that's kind of crazy right um and they continue to multiply to this day um and again this was done without consent or even informing henrietta or her family she didn't know that a sample of her cells were being taken and she and no one in her family know knew that they um, the doctors began to use her cells for research, um, and that is kind of, um, ethically immoral, I think, um, but these HeLa cells have been used to study the human genome, immunology, and infectious disease. They've also been used to develop the polio disease, in vitro fertilization, cloning, and even the COVID-19 vaccine that you probably have already received to this day. Um, so they've been amazing in being able to create and understand and learn and study the human body and, um, you know, designing things that can help prevent or limit um, certain diseases or infections and stuff like that. Um, but again, um, these things were done without her consent, without informing anyone in her family, and that is kind of, you know, ethically um, not acceptable. Um, but if you are interested in learning more about Henrietta Lacks um, and kind of her story, there's actually a book written about it. Um, it's called The Immortal Life. Of Henrietta Lacks. I read it and it's amazing. I highly, highly encourage it for anyone who's interested in that kind of subject area. Um, it's, it's a really, really good book um, and it does an amazing job of sharing her story and also discussing the ethical and moral issues um, with her story and then kind of in the medical field in general. So I would really encourage that if that's something you're interested in. Um, but yeah, those are just a few of the black pioneers in the medical field, and obviously there are so many more, and if you want to learn about more, you can definitely go and Google them. There are a ton of them, um, but yeah, I hope that you know, this was kind of eye-opening and enlightening to you, um, and yeah, so thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.